Alright, let's get into it. <clears throat> it's today, you know what it means. It's the infinite hour of your host, Daquan Person, and I'm joined by... Gerald. Gerald, what's the first thing we got in the docket today? Well, it seems like Burger King UK is in some, uh, in some heat after tweeting women belong in the kitchen on International Women's Day. Yeah, so it's so weird because like the the tweet itself was in promotion of like more female scholarships and shit in the culinary arts. Well, I want to read the full tweet verbatim. So the first okay. tweet, women belong in the kitchen. Second tweet, if they want to, of course. Yet tw- only twenty percent of our chefs are women. We're all we're one. Wait, we're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. We are proud to be bringing new scholarship programs which will help female Burger King employees pursue their culinary dreams. Go on. So... And that's a that's accurate. That's an accurate statistic because a lot of the culinary industry is is mostly male dominated, isn't it? Nigga, you work in a restaurant. You, you if anything, you you should be the one to tell us about this. Well, be, I don't speak from your experience. I don't, I don't have any research about it. No, nah, to speak from your experience, you don't do research. Speak from your experience, feelings over facts. Speak. What's your work experience like? <laughs> I mean, certainly. My like my boss is a male, so I have to kind of agree with that, you know, assumption that a lot of the culinary industry is male dominated. So you would think that Burger King tweeting that is, you know, obviously it's a joke. Like here's the thing, I don't even think it was a joke. Like I also have taken like a very, very deep interest in marketing. From like over this entire pandemic, and that was that was literally a clickbait marketing ploy. That was literally clickbait. The thing is, I have a feeling that they could have made it a lot better if they could have instead of just having that sentence end with a period, put ellipses, the three periods, the dot dot dot. That leads people to say, oh, what is going to come after this? And then they will go to the second tweet and the third tweet. I think that could have worked. But Burger King is stupid. <laughs> like, the whoever was in charge of that decision was an idiot. That simple change could have probably made it so much better. Um, but there were Twitter users who were pointing out how the first two tweets could have easily fit on the same thing. So this was intentional clickbait. This is an intentional thing. Yes. And but that doesn't mean but I don't think that what people should take away from that is that Burger King thinks women belong in the kitchen. Oh no, you're right. Cause I yeah, like that's the thing. Like I've seen it like online, like on Twitter. People were like really coming for Burger King's throats all because of this, right? Like 
Like all because they think that they genuinely believe that women belong in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's so weird. It's like I also find it kind of kind of find it funny with the whole stereotype of women being in the kitchen. How they are the minority in the culinary industry. I just kind of find how that's like a weird role reversal. Mm-hmm. That like, you know, first like you know like the first wave of feminism was was like, hey, we want we want to show that we can do more than just you know cook and clean and shit. We can work too. They were fighting, <laughs> they were fighting basically to get out of the kitchen, and now <laughs> pivot around <laughs> to now where women are fighting to get in the kitchen. It's just weird how history just... Full circle. Just, bro, what if nothing truly matters and all this shit is just all the fucking loop? Life is just one big loop. But anyway, back to Burger King, KFC Gaming, they decided to drop a meme, right? As like a response. All right. The meme was like... Professor, you know, chalkboard. I'll show you the shit right here. You see it right here. It says the best time to delete this post was immediately after posting it. The second best time is now. So, you know, Burger King taking a shot. But I find it funny for Emancipation Day in last year. For Black History, not a Black History Month. For yeah, for emanci- for Emancipation Day, KFC Trinidad tr- tweeted out that fucking that fist with the Black Powers mm-hmm. shit behind it was a fucking drumstick for Emancipation Day. I'm like, when I saw that, I was like, are you KFC? Are you in the position to be throwing stones? You see, did you not forget about? Your brand being on the shit list for the similar reason that Burger King is being on the shit list. See, the analytical part of me can understand why that would... I can understand why they would greenlit that idea. But then you actually see it and it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of fucked. And it's literally just like the women belonging to kitchen shit. Let me turn my ringer off. Alright. Um, but yeah, KFC issued an apology. Like, later that day, they deleted the tweet saying. So they. Wait, go. So they, so they roasted um, Burger King and then they immediately got. No, like. Or this was after. This was after, like, all the, like, the backlash they received. Okay. So, like, they posted an apology. We hear you. We got our initial tweet wrong and we're sorry. Our aim was to draw attention to the fact that only 20% of professional chefs in the UK in UK kitchens are women and to cha- and to help change that by awarding culinary scholarships. We will do better next time. We decided to delete our the original tweet after our apology it was brought to our attention that there were some abusive comments in the thread and we did not want to leave that we did not want to leave the space open for that honestly that was a solid apology from like from like a corporate entity 
That's I mean, pretty I, solid. I mean, I I think they genuinely were just having a moment of. It was a bro moment. Yeah, they did that. The the worst bro moment. moment. The worst bro moment that they could have possibly had. And also another thing that I find annoying. It just it just shows how America how Americanized our thinking is. And it's like it's not really a problem because you know we're America. Uh, it's, it's great when it comes to our issues, but like this was a UK account. This wasn't Burger King official, Burger King US saying this. This is Burger King UK. And I bet you that there were people attacking Burger King US for Burger King UK. It's like, bro, I think we honestly just need to learn to stay out of motherfuckers' business. True. We need, we need to just. We need more of that. We just, need to, we just need to keep within our own boundaries, you know? But that is neither here nor there. So, I want to bring the mood down to like a relatively serious tone. Uh, we're going to be discussing right now. Um, I'm sorry for butchering your names, but um, Simarion Humphrey. So, what happened was 13 year old student at Haggard Middle School in. Planko, Texas, by the name of Samarion Humphrey, was invited to a sleepover with his white friends. And I say friend in quotation marks because that said friend, along with five other white kids, tormented the fuck out of this little boy. Caught it on video, too. And I'm going to tell you what they did. They beat on him while he was asleep, while he was awake. They shot him with BB guns, pelted him with BB guns, called him all sorts of racial slurs, and they even made him drink R. Kelly's favorite drink to serve. Piss! I know you want to laugh, nigga. Let that laugh out. <laughs> you let that laugh out, motherfucker. Okay, I'm only joking because this is a really sad situation and I want to, you know, bring that light in this dark-ass situation. His favorite drink? To serve, yeah, R. Kelly. He loves to serve piss cocktails. Did you not see the Chappelle sketch? Haters want to hate, lovers want to love. I don't even want none of the above. I want to piss on you. I'll have to watch it, bro. It's on Netflix again, dog. But anyway, yeah, they 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 made him do all they did all that shit to him. Had it on mm-hmm. video. Yeah, and then so the school happened? district sat on that video for two weeks, like doing what, like nothing, because like the mom also she was she was reporting this shit to the school, and the school wasn't doing shit either. Fuck them niggas. What the hell? Bro, is that like really the right word to use for this specific situation? I mean... (laughs) I was kidding. Like... Fuck them crackers, dog. I I think, like, honestly, if you do something that vile, you deserve to be called a slur. You called it... You called the kid a slur. You deserve to be called one, too. What what are they sitting on it for two weeks for? Nigga... Exactly. I don't know. That's where it's, like... But, like... The the only way that, like, they're even... 
doing remotely doing something about this is because it's getting like you know attention you know like mainstream attention yeah. and like I hope that like my podcast and adds on to the flame that's under their chair to light it underneath their asses because they really need to do something about this shit this shit can't go unpunished I'm talking full expulsions juvie like yeah, yeah. do the time like you want to do the crime do the time that's like that's that's literally a fucking hate crime there's honestly no reason to you know like why why even like go through the trouble there's no point there's no reason to do that to another person but like, whatsoever bro and also another question that like a lot of people were bringing up and I had immediately after reading the story like where the fuck were the parents where were the little boy's parents at true though like were were this like was this white boy's parents enabling this behavior were they just being naturally negligent parents because that's how some par- some parents just be like that they don't really give a fuck it's like hey I know they're they're in the house they're fine as long as they're in the house they can do whatever the fuck they want basically right they, they could be that or, like I said, they were, they were enabling it. They were the ones saying, hey, let's get this nigga right here. Let's show them a, let's show them a lesson that we ain't going away in Biden's America. Some bullshit like that. Or, could these parents just be like, just good people and his kid, and like their kids is just like a fucking spawn of Satan. They go down like the rabbit hole. They go online and they start... You know? Yeah, and like, I'm assuming he's also 13 too. So like, oh man, these kids had phones and social media and shit for a while too. True. So like, what was that? Nah, I want to say the. I'm not gonna suggest that he got into the wormhole at the age of seven. Back in 2017, but I don't even I don't even think that math was right. Yo, my math is wrong. I, I don't know yeah. how old you think he's. <laughs> I th- so base. I think I'm assuming thirteen. So like four years, four or five years ago, eight, nine. I was one number off. You gotta at least give me that. I wasn't even trying. I was trying to go off the off the dome. You have to at least appreciate me on that. Anyway, you be like, I'm not gonna suggest that he like went down this rabbit hole at the age of eight or nine. But, like, he definitely went through it. Because, like, let's be real. Around that age yeah. is when you start getting political. It's yeah. when you start doving into political ideas. Because that's, that's when it happened to me. It all started in seventh grade when I, when I had to research the gay pride movement. And ever since then, I became an advocate. And basically, I just went on from there. I went down so many rabbit holes in my life on various sides of the spectrum yeah, but I, I, I crawled out though I was an SJW when I was like 14 then in high school I became like borderline alt-right not alt-right but like I I became borderline conservative like hard like I was this close to voting like voting Republican right okay and then now I'm like mellowed out like those, cause that I think like 
that think that is good for a kid, right? To like at least experience those ra- like, for a person in general to experience the extremes of those rabbit holes. So then, like the moment you like finally mature and grow up. You now you've experienced the extremes on both ends. Now you can truly you form can, your opinion. Yeah. Now you can find the middle ground. Yeah. And like I'm so glad that like I'm I'm so glad that I've had that whole like thing. That whole political renaissance like you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. Renaissance yeah. if you're trying to if that's the word kinda, I'm trying to say. Yeah. You kinda have to. But yeah. Um, justice for Samarion Humphrey and um, Mama Humphrey, Papa Humphrey. Um, I'm giving you, your family, especially your son, all the love, sending all positive energies and stuff. Um, there's anything that we and um, our listeners can do. Um, I'll probably find that and probably put it in the description, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm just putting out good energy to y'all because y'all need that after the the fucking bullshit that happened with your baby boy. But um, let's get off this dark ass subject. Um, talk about let's let's like bring the mood back a little bit. Let's talk about dreams, dog. It seems like your your specialty. So like, what's like? Have you like dreamed recently? I don't think I've had any dreams recently. I don't dream often. But when I do, they're pretty intense. Pretty intense? Jesus. Alright. So she don't dream often. Um, Alright, tell me about the most, like, memorable one, then. Like, the most, like, intense one. That's, like, safe to air. If you think it's, like, safe to air, you know what I'm saying? The most intense one that's safe to air. The, okay, any, the is, most memorable one in general. Okay, the most intense one that's safe to air <laughs> is one where I was, um... See, it's a dream. I can barely remember it. I remember that we were like... It was some kind of apocalypse. And it was me and like this group of people. And we were just like... Like the protagonist, you know, you're just killing enemies and whatever. I remember there was my, one of my crushes at the time, <laughs> and a grizzly bear. I remember those two characters specifically, <laughs> and like I don't know, and we just we just ran or we just, we kind of broke we like broke into houses looking for enemies. I don't know why. But I remember we broke into one house, and there were people inside, so then we were like, just for whatever reason, like, oh, they're enemies too, we gotta take them out. And, uh, yeah, we killed them all. Hey, like you you got some issues, dog. Like, no, that's not, <laughs> it's, it's not like, it's not like... Oh, it's not like oh, like, we enjoyed doing it. It was one of those things. It's like in the world, you know. Holy shit! I just I just found a dream dictionary. I didn't mean to cut you off, but like I'm gonna tell you what your scenario means according to the dictionary. So finish what you was about to say. 
okay, it was just like, you know, in the world, like, imagine you're in a zombie apocalypse, you know, and you, like, run into these other guys and they start coming at you. Are you ready to hear what your dream means? Okay. Y'all feel like that girl from um, Dream Corp LLC right now. I can't remember her name. Because they recasted her in the second season. Like, it was, like, nothing no, happened. There, yeah, but her B. Yeah, her. That's what they recasted her as. But, yeah. So, yeah. By the way, that's a perfect show to watch, by the way. Dream Corp LLC. Especially if you are under the influence of some mind-altering substances. That's all I'm going to say. But, anyway, Gerald, your post-apocalyptic dream means... To dream that you are in a post-apocalypse implies that you will overcome the difficulties you are experiencing in your current life. Alternatively, a dream could just mean that you need to fend for yourself. You need to be more independent and resourceful instead of relying on others. Well, I definitely think the first one is more accurate. Dream Corp, LLC. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, sir. Anything? Like, what's the one that I can't? What's the one that can't be aired? Obviously, I can't tell you right now. <laughs> Yo, I'll bleep it. Fucking nah, nah, nah. You good? You good? Cause you, you pro- Oh no, I can probably already guess. It's a sex fantasy about someone we know, isn't it? No. Damn. I was about to say, ooh, this is about to be juicy. Just like her dream pussy. <laughs> All right, let's see. Me dreaming? Um, I don't know, dog. It's like I dream mostly during the day. I'm I'm a big daydreamer, so I I barely remember my dreams. Mm-hmm. But the most like frequent dream that I have is like, and it's not even that like it's the entire dream is literally the start of like my dream it's it, it like I'm like on top of like a very high skyscraper mm-hmm. and I just fucking jump into a fucking I jump all the way into a hole and that hole is like whatever dream I'm having that night after 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 I go in the hole I don't really remember much about the dream I literally just remember like bits and pieces hmm yeah, I. Oh, so you have like a, like a beginning Re- sequence. Yeah, and that's the only thing I can remember. That's weird. Falling. I, f- I feel like. You should be able to like lose the dream. Like I feel like that's, a sign that you could possibly lose the dream, but you just, need to get past some kind of barrier bro hold on you mean to tell me that I can yo what if what if you're right what if you're on to something and I start learning how to astral project cause I mean it. yeah if you if you can remember every dream that starts with you jumping off a building into you know nothing then you should be able to recognize that and be like, I'm in a dream. 
you know. What if I like? What if now that I vocalize that, I never dreamed that, and my dreams never start that way ever again. You know, every time I re- every time I start to realize I'm in a dream, it ends. So. <laughs> yeah. What if this was a dream? Wake up. Okay, just checking. I just wanted to spook someone out. That's all. I hope I spooked someone out. So, I looked up on his dream dictionary, and there was like five meanings. Oh, God. I'm just skimming through, and if, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> I don't even want to read these out loud. You read them out loud for me, dog, because, like, it's calling me out hard. To fall. Dream that you fall and not find in signifies that you will overcome your adversities with ease. That's not bad. Just keep reading. Dream you're fooled and frightened in skates. A lack of control and security and or lack of support in your waking life. Uh, see? <laughs> Dreaming that you fall backwards suggests you prevented yourself from making a bad decision or mistake. I never, I, nah, nah, I never do that. To dream you're free falling through water. It's not through water, is it? Nah. Okay. To dream of the fall season indicates that something <laughs> is about to come to an end. Oh, shit. To dream of the fall season. They really put that in fall? Well, hey, it's a, it's a search, bro. There's more in deep in-depth like analysis alright I'm, I'm gonna have to save that um, for later I'm gonna talk to my therapist about that um hey have you ever had like a wet dream though nocturnal emission I've had one wet dream I don't remember anything about it how did it feel I never had one I just literally I woke up and I thought I'd pee the bed but it was just nut exactly <laughs> like I was I was actually disappointed because I tried to remember I was like <laughs> what if like there was what if your dream wasn't like sexually motivated your body just naturally creeped itself <laughs> that I don't I don't see how that'd be useful hey baby it was pushing out all the expired cum all the expired sperm, dog. He was pushing it out. Yeah. Yeah. What if that's what guys had periods? Yeah. What if that's what nocturnal emissions are? Just man period. Well, I mean, girls are wet dreams too. So it's like, damn, I gotta shatter my fucking hypothetical, bro. <laughs> because it has to have a stable ground, otherwise it doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to, cause when you think about it, with my hypothesis, it makes sense. All right, I'm not tired of a mission. It's just pushing out all the bad sperm. That's 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 the male equivalent to a period, like you said. So you're saying just nocturnal emissions instead bro, of periods? Bro, just let just let that be my head cannon for our reality. Either way. I couldn't remember remember anything about it to this day. So Hey y'all, if um y'all ever had a wet dream, please let me know. Cause 
Like I said, never had one. So, I am I am I missing out, Gerald? Am I am I missing out on the wet dream? You see, because I don't fucking remember. I don't even know what I missed out on. I just needed a yes or a no, Chief. I can't answer. I can't answer that. <laughs> Bugs. It's weird because I have had one, but I still can't answer it. Because. Hey, you can't remember it. I was gonna say no. It ain't worth it, dog. But. I, I feel like I imagine it would be worth it. I just. Since I didn't remember it, I woke up, and just now I gotta now I gotta wash my sheets. That's all it was. Oh, it got everywhere. No, but like I'm not gonna fucking. Nigga, you sleep. You slept naked, didn't you? And it got everywhere. Did I? I don't even. It's. I don't think I did. It was a few years ago. Because chief, maybe that was just pissed. If it got like, if you had to wash your sheets, no. Maybe that was just pissed off. No. Cum has a specific uh, texture to it. So, wait, wait a minute! Wait a wait a wait a minute! What do you? How do you know this, dog? You did you? So you're saying you've never touched cum at all? You've never touched your own cum? Oh! Uh, Every time you nut, you just like eh, don't get on me, don't get on. Me. See, my mind went somewhere else. I thought you were a nut taster. No, bro. I only did that shit once back in high school. To impress my girlfriend. She 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 found that shit really hot. I was like, hey, I might get some nudes right quick. So like you know how high school you know how high school niggas are, you know, you don't fuck, you just get nudes and shit. It's like, oh yeah, I'm getting nudes. Uh, 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 uh. I sent her a video of me licking it and it was a very interesting taste. Salty. It smelled like bleach. It smelled like bleach? Yeah, I didn't, yeah, cum has a bleachy smell to it. I don't think if it's healthy, it's... <laughs> Yo, I'm pretty sure it's common for cum to smell a little bleachy. I'm not saying, like, complete bleachy, but a little bleachy. I don't know. These yeah. are, like... Who's out, there, who's out there just sniffing cum, like... <laughs> bleachy. Yo... Yo, but like, okay, okay. There's there's no way that I can like skate out of this without looking good. So I'm just gonna go on to the next thing. Um. So yeah, remember um only JS from like our last episode. Yes. The the fucking the the white girl that fucking called somebody a nigger lover. Yeah. So she's back to uploading again. One of her first videos basically being her saying that she is going to, that since she has been on consistent medication for her ADHD, she can now pay attention to reading books. And I'm like, hey, that's good, sis. Stay medicated. But anyway, the book that she chose was How to Be an Anti-Racist. And I'm like, this is the most PR Generic PR move bullshit I've ever seen in my entire fucking career. Like, yeah, and she has That's a exactly she, what it sounds like. Yeah, like she has a management agency, obviously, because she had a net she had a Netflix podcast. And Netflix, you if you want like a replacement for JS, 
But anyway, I that definitely sounds like some shit that like her management was like, hey, you got to do this. You got to do this. Here, read this book. Don't even honestly, don't even read it. Just pose <laughs> with the book. Take a video with the book saying that you're reading it. It's gonna get people back on your, on on the good side. I have a feeling that's 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 what her management team was like. Monkey. I mean, what else could she even do? I mean, listen. Always. Well, it's not something I always. Four K, bro. Eight K, really. But like, I don't. I'm not gonna coin this term, but I use it a lot. Um, I got this term from Charlemagne the God. I don't know if you got it from anyone else, but always say that like the best apology has changed behavior. So, literally, like, I don't really care I, I, about what J.S. does anymore, really, to be honest. I just hope that she doesn't, does, she doesn't do the same shit again. I'm not even going to lie. I was a fan until recently. But it's like, hey, as long as you like, are legitimately changing for the better, it is what it is. True. You just gotta, you just gotta live. You just, I, I'm gonna give JS one last piece of advice. Um, before I we head on to other topics, um, don't try to run from the the shitty things you've done in life. I'm telling you from experience, running away from your problems is not gonna fucking you know do anything. And I get that it is going to be frustrating as fuck. For you to, this is and this is if you are genuinely, change like you genuinely making the effort to become a better person, become a quote unquote better ally, right? It's gonna be very frustrating for people to constantly push all the old shitty shit that you used to do in your face when you're trying to like better yourself. I embrace it, take it with stride, but don't let it take. Don't let it steer you away from being a better person. That's all I hope for in the end of the day. We're, we're literally the same age, nigga. I, I want I want Gen Z to do well, cause goddamn it, we need we need some good we need some good ambassadors for our generation. All right, so next topic of discussion. My phone my my phone locked itself. So like, what what's the, what's the next topic after um what after Jay's? The next one. Let's read the header. Talking uh, about David Dobrik. Oh, I got this. Oh, fuck. Okay. So, like, back in, like, late February, comes out that this, um, this dude named Seth, as part of the vlog squad, came out and said that David Dobrik sexually harassed him by tricking him into kissing the dude. The dude being Jason Nash, another member of the vlog squad. Um, Seth was initially uncomfortable with, you know, kissing a dude, you know, on camera because he's black, he's from Compton. Our communities are pretty homophobic, so, like, that was going to get him ostracized, right, from this community. Or and there was... he just wasn't comfortable kissing a dude? No, like, he... I think, like, he deadass said that, hey... This shit doesn't fly in my neighborhood. I can't get caught doing this. Or I'm going to get ostracized. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, they, apparently, like, David and Jason was like, oh, this is great. Ooh, this this makes this prank even better. So they said, fuck it. Like, they, 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 they was like, 
I'm pretty sure David was like, I really wasn't going to do it, but now that he said this, I got to do it. Because, let's be real, David Dobrik's a dick. You want to know how I know? Because I'm a dick. I'm literally the same guy that hired him, that almost hired him. Well, not even. Okay, this is coming from the guy that hired a midget stripper with the attention on having her give my friend who is very afraid of midgets a lap dance. Surprise him with it. So yeah, I can see, I can see where David's mind is going for. I'm glad it never went through. Um, Cause now in hindsight, it's kind of fucked up, but it is what it is. But so, you can see how it would be a dick move. Yeah, I know. I know okay. it was a dick move. And it's like, I'm, I'm just thinking back to that mindset, right? Mm. I'm like, oh, that would be funny because that would be a dick thing to do. It's like, this is real. It's such a weird fear to have. Why, why be afraid of midgets? They're, Honestly, they're not even bad people. They're amazing. I don't know, man. There, there has to be some kind of like trauma behind that <laughs> to be genuinely scared of little people. <laughs> he got bullied by a little person. He thought it wasn't a classmate. It was just some grown-ass nigga just roasting the shit out of him. And ever since then, he's been afraid of midgets. But anyway, by the way, this prank happened in 2017. When the prank happens, mm-hmm. so flash forward to, you know, flash forward to now, the accusations come out. Um, So on, like, March 4th, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Block Squad member, singer, um, David Dobrik, professional dick sucker, um, Scotty Sire made a video attempting to debunk all the claims that Seth made about Avery. Mm-hmm. And like, he took the video down. But like, I got like some notes. So like, I'm gonna read off basically what I got from it. Um,. Scotty stated that David had footage of um, Seth giving consent to the second kissing prank because that wasn't the fir- that wasn't the first time they did a kissing prank. That was the second time. Like they, they they did it twice. Okay. He had got twice. But anyway, saying that he's saying that um, he had footage of Seth giving confirmed like actual consent to the second kissing prank. Okay. And it was left out of the video like I think it was, I think the like him because I think like he got David got backlash for the first kiss and prank back you know in 2017 mm-hmm. so I think like he was gonna put a bit where he like was going to actually get consent from Seth he, he really didn't like put the footage of an actual confirmed yes it says Seth was like like and like you won't catch me again, you know, but it is what it is, you know, like something like that. Just like playing it off, like. So the video that was supposed to be him giving consent was just like it was supposed to be like a part of like the the prank video. I'm assuming like at the beginning of the prank video, so people who were outraged by the first one, be like, hey, he's in on it, leave us alone, something oh, like okay. that. So, but then like it kept it out of the video, and it's like. Why? And like, why keep in that gray area consent thing, you know? Okay. That's like, that's a weird gray area. Yeah. 
Hey, like, ladies, I'm just, I'm just going off the rules that y'all are writing for us. So, yeah, that's like, that's really, really fucking, really sus. And plus, the, the power dynamic of David being, like, his boss, essentially, being, like, the head of the vlog squad, yeah. him being someone who wants to, like, break into the business, wants to break into the vlog squad, like, and just, like, be a part of it. That was suck for him. Um, and so that's, like, that's, like, a weird thing at play right there. Yeah. Um, Scotty tried to bring up, um... Seth doing like a similar prank on one of David blog, on one of David's vlogs with um, Jason, the guy that you know he had tripped into kissing. The prank was basically um, Jason was just asleep, right? It was like the whole squad whirled up. Seth was on the bed, mm-hmm. you know, bare ass out. David woke him up, and you know the first thing that David, I mean, the first thing that Jason saw when he woke up was Seth's ass. So, like, Scotty was trying to bring that up as a way to say, hey, you're not, like, you're not innocent. But there are degrees to this. That's, that that right there is more innocent than tricking a guy into making out with another guy without that guy's consent. So, I see, like, it's in the same ballpark, but it's I feel playing like, different games. I feel like the general like nature of the pranks that they pull each other are just like raunchy like jackass kind of shit yeah but the difference is jackass is made in a different time where we are super hyper vigilant and sensitive about consent yeah so yeah um and Seth said that he was down to do another sketch as well back in 2019. And I'll be real, it does make Seth look a little bit sus because it's like, why come out about it now when, you know... Yeah, if he's still working with them. Like, if you, if you want to do the exact same thing after it's been done on you twice. And it under, and it, I started to think about it and reflect on my personal traumas and then... It makes sense. He is still valid because that's what victims of abuse do. We just normalize the abuse and think that it's cool for a while until we realize, oh shit, it's not okay. And then I guess that's I guess that's what's happening. I literally think that's what all of these retroactive me too's and shit is like is happening. People are yeah. realizing they that realize the line was crossed. Yeah, they didn't know that a line was crossed until they learned. So basically, that's what Seth is doing in this situation. Um, but it, like, regardless, it doesn't change what David did. It doesn't change that David still violated his boundaries like that. Mm. Especially with the with the malicious intent of wanting him to get ostracized from his community. That was like the weird fucking thing about it. Not, e- not even the power dynamic about it. It was literally mm-hmm. that. You wanted this man to be... Just like... Ah, it just... You wanted this dude who was, couldn't do shit for you, really. Like, he can't do yeah. shit for you. 
Like, he's literally, he's practically, like, he's practically your sidekick, basically. I don't really want to say it like that, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you was planning on fucking him over in such a really, really personal way that doesn't affect you. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here. And, like, David, I mean, not David, um, Scotty was like, Seth, you're no, like, you shouldn't be put into moral high ground. You shouldn't be the one accusing David because you posted revenge porn of our friend um, Aaron, who was also apparently a Vlog Squad member. Listen, I don't, listen, I don't really keep up with this shit actively. I literally just did, I'm literally just learning from what I Googled, all right? So, but apparently that quote-unquote revenge porn that Seth sent, by the way, he retweeted it, and the stuff that he did share, it was a blurred version of it, of the nude, and it was exposing the girl's racism, because I think it was like a video or a picture of her, you know, saying nigger and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I mean, and when you put, like, when, because I didn't find that out from me, from Google or anything. I found that out straight from Twitter. Like, multiple, like, it was like tens of hundreds of accounts people are saying, oh, no, this is the context behind the whole, like, revenge porn thing. And I'm like, oh, oh, I understand why they're, that they, that they left that out. They, he left that context out. Remove that context. It makes Seth like a very, very shitty person. Put mm. the context back in. Seth's kind of a hero. He exposed the racist. And anyway, Scotty, he um, deleted the video. And he wrote an apology on Twitter. Bro, who? Why? Everyone's just writing apologies now, dog. So many apologies. It's like, it, like everybody's why, sorry for something that's, nowadays. That's why I don't even follow it. It's literally just. Alright, you ready for his apology? So he wrote this on March 8th at 6 43 p.m. West Coast time. Hi again. First of all, I want to apologize to anyone who feels as though I disrespected or invalidated their story. That was never my intention, and I mean that so sincerely. I let emotion get the better of me, and I chose my approach and many of my words poorly. I chose to make the video and share my opinion. I expected it to be analyzed and picked apart, but I didn't expect it to hurt so many people, and so I've decided to remove it from my channel. I find that to be the most bullshit apology. I know I covered a bullshit apology in the last episode. Is this this gonna be like the tradition of the show now? We're just gonna cover bullshit apologies, like at least once per show. Can't take any of these apologies seriously. The only one I really took seriously was Burger King. But like, bro, like honestly, he made it so much worse for David. All David had to do was just say something. Speak, address it, motherfucker. You were there, but you had one of your cronies, one of your dick suckers, your dick slurpers, 
stick up for you and speak on a drama that he wasn't directly a part of. And now he made made shit worse for you, dog. <laughs> bro, why can't why can't these niggas just address shit, bro? Say it with your chest. Hey, this is my side. Let the court of public opinion solve this shit. Mm. Give us your side. We got his side. The truth comes from both of y'all sides combined. Anyway, Gerald, let me ask you a question, dog. Yeah. So, like, when it comes to your sexuality, how, how, how would you like to identify? Are you, like... Are you, like, a... Cause like I'm gonna be real, when I when I first met you, and even even now, I have I have questioning vibes off of you. Yeah. You, you be like deeply at night, thinking, oh maybe I'm like cock. Yeah, I'd be thinking, I'd be thinking about that stuff. I'd be like, huh, I wonder, you know. But how would you primarily identify as? I want I I think um, I've heard of the term called heteroflexible. I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say straight. Okay. I'm just gonna say straight. I'm straight. As to to tie in to our next topic. I'm not super straight. I'm straight. (laughs) I don't even think you're a regular straight dog. (laughs) But anyway, oh man, super straight. Where do I I begin on this? So, way back when, when the whole like transgender bathroom thing um, started to like pick up in public discussion, it also came with a lot of conversations revolving trans people. As one of the main ones that was being thrown is, is it transphobic to not date slash not be attracted to trans people? I want, I, I want you to answer that question. Do you, in your opinion, do you think it's transphobic for cisgender people to not be attracted to trans people? You can't attract who the fuck you're attracted to, so no. All right, so... All right, that's basically that's, that's essentially my consensus on that question. But anyway, you would think that you know after the years that argument would have died down, but of course not. TikTok picked it up, and goddamn, they made it worse. <laughs> Yo, I've never seen like a joke because it, it initially started off as a joke, as all these things do. They, I've they, never seen something spiral. So fucking deep out of control so fast it was it was like just you know the tiktok itself was like mid you know like the original but like i don't know hey don't be shit on tiktok now i'm trying i'm trying to pay my bills with tiktok bro man tiktok is is the worst thing that's happened in this decade but bro it's on that bro, there's a lot of worse. There's a lot of contenders for worst thing that's happened in the decade. I don't know. Do I need to remind pers- you personally- that we are in a pandemic, sir? <laughs> I personally think bro. TikTok is the worst thing to happen in this decade. I just think that's because you got your heart broken by some e girls. That has nothing to do with TikTok. <laughs> yo, yo, why you getting defensive, bro? Who was it? What's her username? I'll, I'll call her out. I'll start a public beef with her. I'm trying to say it has nothing to do with TikTok. <laughs> no, I'm not going to start a public beef with some girl because he broke my homie's heart. That's fucking stupid. But yeah, it's okay. 
you probably still see her shadows in your room. You can't take back the love that you gave her, though. But it's too bad because I know that you loved her and you hated her. You cannot change her, but you must replace her. Absolutely. Bars. Rest in peace, Juice World. Look at that shit. I incorporate rap lyrics in regular conversation like it's nothing. But anyway, it's just so weird how this shit, like, got out of control. And I know exactly why it did. Because, like, you know, the, like I said, the joke, right? Mm-hmm. It all started as a joke. I'm starting to learn something as well, slowly. Starting to like slowly be like hit with this realization. And there was a fine there's like a line between comic, like someone who's being a comedian, someone who's being funny, and someone who's being a social activist. It's weird how you can't really be both. You like you you can only be good at one. You can't really be good at both. And like the social advocates, they're not really good at comedy. They're not really good at understanding comedy. That's why they attack jokes all the fucking time. So they saw this and was like, oh, okay, so I see what we're doing. Oh, if you're a super straight, then you're automatically transphobic. And I know the super straight movement didn't start off that way. And then they got pissed and they got defensive because they're insecure to you. They, they did the whole super straight thing. They made a whole movement of it. They had, like, emojis to identify themselves and shit and, like, profile pictures to feel united. Like, have, like, all matching profile pictures and shit to feel united. They want to have, like, something. And I, and I understand that because Gen Z be lonely. But yeah. it's just, when you take that insecurity of wanting to have constant validation from someone and you mix that with and pers- with an attack, the, the defense is like extra fucking hard. And then that, and then that, then that has the secu- the insecure fucking social advocates pushing back further, and it just keeps going back and forth until it spirals completely off the rails. Yeah. So I just want to conclude that by saying, um, overall, it is perfectly fine to not be attracted to trans people because that is your preference however there are ways that you can express your preference without invalidating the existence of trans people true true on the other hand stop this is like this is mainly for like the sorry mainly for the social advocates of the group Mm -hmm. stop Trying like quit trying to guilt people into dating slash fucking people that they don't want to date slash fuck. It no, is really weird and creepy, like, especially when race is involved. Like, like fucking, and I I hate that I used to have this mindset in my SJW days where I was like, if you were white and you didn't want to date me, it wasn't because you just didn't have a preference. It, it was it wasn't because you had a preference. It was because you hated black people. Like, like. It's fucking weird and creepy and you're trying to guilt trip people into fucking you. It's, See, it's so fucked up. And, like, don't do it. And the thing is, for me, is like... Like... I'd be friends with a trans person. I wouldn't date a trans person. 
And like, that's, that's, per- that's perfectly that's, fine. You don't have you to. You know, like, yeah. Like, people need to understand that, like, you're not everybody's type. Not everyone is your type. That's the phrase, not my cup of tea, exists for a reason. It's not your cup of tea. There are so many teas out there. Hell, you can even make your own tea. True. Shit. Anyway, those are my conclusions. But mainly that first one, though. That first one, y'all, that needs to be stuck with. Because some of y'all super straights that are continuing on with this shit now, y'all, y'all, y'all getting very out of pocket. Like, log off the internet, take a shower, and go get some pussy or something. Like, read a book. <sighs> read a book or get some pussy. Those are your only two options. <laughs> I mean, fucking get a job or something. Shit, that's the third way they can improve their lives. There's three kinds of people. <laughs> All right. Um, have you ever heard of um, the vegan teacher? No. Oh my god, you're lucky. So lucky. I'm not a vegan. I don't. But I'm like, teacher. Still, it's just she's a content creator, and okay. basically, you know, it's just. You know how every vegan content creator and every vegan in general is. They they have to proselytize about veganism every fucking five seconds. They treat that shit like missionaries treat Jesus. Do they? Yeah, like a lot of a lot of vegan content creators can't fucking stop talking about veganism. Oh, veganism is great for this, this, and that. I'm like, bro, it's it's just not my cup of tea. And they'll mm-hmm. fucking shame you for not being vegan. Like, I care about the animals, but I also like the taste of meat. Play, not pause. Play. Okay. But anyway, the vegan teacher, she was a t- she made TikToks. So she got her shit banned from because she was like making comparisons to like how animals were treated in food production to how Africans were treated during slavery. And you can probably see that that's a very, very insensitive comparison to make. And especially during Black History Month, because I think this this happened during Black History Month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's grounds for suspension. You know what the fuck you were doing. Yeah. It is what it is. Bad timing. And then she took to YouTube after her TikTok channel was banned. Uploaded a video titled, Are You Racist? What? Where? Dead ass. I shit you not. Click the link in the notes if you if you really want to fact check me. There is is a black is a black doll, right? And on a sheet of paper beside that black doll is written mute it, mute it. There. But yeah, watch it. It literally says naturally intelligent, gorgeous, generous, exemplary, radiant beside it. And like, you can probably already tell what that spells out. Just flash forward to the end. Well, yeah, because like she shows the entire thing. Yeah, she says ban cruelty, not words, and I'm like. I get what you were trying to say, but did you really have to use that word? Naturally 
intelligent, generous, gorgeous, simpery, radiant. What does that spell, kids? Do not say it out loud, but it spells nigger. And like, she made a follow-up video, like, explaining that these were the words, like, like, we should do this to like reclaim the words that hurt us. Us! Bitch, who's us? Not you! Us! Maybe as in the cast of us, definitely, but not you! And then like, she went on to explain that like, she wanted to use like a personal antidote of how like her father and shit would call her stupid and stuff, and it's like, if you're really trying to reclaim hurtful words, why didn't you use stupid instead of nigger? That was, listen, that's not your fucking word to reclaim. That was, a, that was a negative 14. <laughs> Yo, she wrote a nat zero on that shit. If you, if you fucking, if you do D&D, you know exactly what that shit is. Zero IQ moment. Bro, um, but yeah, it's just, hey, I, I'm starting to think that maybe these leftists were right, uh, that maybe... It's not enough to not be racist. You have to be anti-racist because god damn. You, vegan teacher is probably one of the most liberal of liberal women I've ever seen. And she fucking did this shit. And she was trying to help. You're helping her? <laughs> oh my god. But like, oh fuck bro. Get some help vegan lady like Go see a psychiatrist. Stay off the internet. Get some help. That's just basically what I'm going to be doing for these people. Just recommended y'all get some help and better than y'all selves. Um, oh yeah. I can't believe that we forgot to mention fucking WandaVision. Right. Bro. So. Finale was fire. How do you like, how do you feel about it as someone who's like not really that ingratiated with comic books. How'd you feel about the finale in the series overall? I think it, I mean, originally initially I didn't like it because they had the whole sitcom thing and I hate sitcoms, but eventually as it started to get more serious and things started to pick up, you know, I started to enjoy it more. It was just, I think the fact that I I want I feel like just Scarlet Witch in general, just seeing how far she can take her powers, because I don't think I really realized just she's basically a god. Like, I mean, when you think about it, almost every superhero is practically a god. I know, but like, I I don't know if has there ever been like a superhero of that much power on screen? On like, screen, as like part of the main cast. Nah, but this is the first time for everything. Exactly. So it's like, bro, you know? <clears throat> so, I found it interesting that you said that you like, that when things started to get serious, you started to like it. And it made me think, because I also wasn't really feeling the first, I wasn't feeling the first episode, really. The second episode, I slowly endeared myself to it. But shit started to pick up in the third episode, right? Mm-hmm. But is it like, is it that things got was it was it that things got serious or were the the sitcoms they were referencing more into your comfort zone? I like when they got more serious. I like more dramatic um, storylines, right. plot lines. You, 
fucking emo theater kid. <laughs> Had the Juice World and XXX Tentacion on deck in high school. No. One of my friends did, though. He's, like, just the biggest ex diehard fan. He still is, kind of, but... Damn, nigga. That's crazy, but... So, like... So, you really cared more about the stuff that happened outside of the hex in yeah. terms of the story. Yeah. Hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Let's see. I did a whole pros and cons list for the finale, so I'm just going to go through that right quick. So we had Vision, White Vision versus Colored Vision, X-Vision. During Black History Month, there was a big fight. Colored Vision won. But... After a very, very intense debate, it was literally the most, the most vision thing that he could have done. True. They literally, they both stopped fighting and said, let's just talk about philosophy right quick. <laughs> and it's talked about the ship of Theseus. Basically, I'm going to butcher this shit, but I'm going to try to remember this off the top of my dome. If you take a ship, right? And you slowly, systematically replace each piece of the ship. Is the ship the same? I request further elaboration. How did you remember that shit off the top of your dome? That was, hey, that was fire. That was fire. I'll I'll give you an air high five for that. Um, But yeah. Um, But no, um, he didn't say that, like, yeah. um, But it... But uh, White Vision came to the conclusion that not that neither ship is the real ship, and they're both the real ship. Yes. So, Hex Vision and White Vision are both technically not Vision and Vision. And Hex Vision revealed something to White Vision. Um, his memories. Apparently, he still had his memories. He just couldn't like directly access them. So Vision did a little mind thing that he's been doing to people all series. <laughs> um, gave him his memories back. But the thing is, he doesn't have emotions like associated with those memories. And oh, so he just has the memories. Yeah. So when White Vision dipped, I think he dipped to find himself. And this is going to be a pitch for an MCU movie that could probably actually win an Oscar if done perfectly. So it's White Vision, Paul Bettany, right? Mm-hmm. And it's him finding himself. Is White Vision discover like regaining his humanity? I'm a, and I have a very strong feel because I have a very strong feeling that Paul Bettany will f- fucking kill that performance because you remember the scene in the um affinity war where um scarlet witch was killing vision vision to like stop to like stop him from being killed by thanos yeah um that whole scene was basically improv between elizabeth olsen and paul bettany and like that Hmm. line that vision said you can never hurt me bro no one like knowing that that was improv Hits extra hard. That means that 
They let the actors go off cuff. Like, they just let them riff with each other. Mm. Let them get into the character and just riff. And that was amazing. So I definitely think Paul Bettany could kill a Vision solo film. And, like, you can, like, the artsy-fartsy Oscars stuff will come with the whole, like, pumping it with themes of what is humanity or like what is identity even mm-hmm. like you can get like those ideas and explore so many things but Kevin Feige please make that a reality yeah I would watch that and let's see we had Definitely. Wanda versus Agatha that fight was that was a wild one dog true I'm wondering how she managed to learn the rune so quickly though he was you honestly yeah unless she has like a photographic memory or something that was never disclosed that was like the only that was the only thing like the second it happened i was like okay i don't understand how that happened hey hey but what you know right now that was hype as fuck she pulled those runes out yeah yes and when but then in the post credit scene when she was like... Damn, nigga, I'll get to that. Shit. God damn. I just got more stuff to talk about. Okay. I'm, Slow down, I'm Speed trying, Racer. I'm trying to... Okay, so you're trying to go through everything in order. Nah, dog. I'm just going through everything. I it flow, bro. Okay. Ignore the outline. They're just there. I mean, I'm... Because... Okay. Anyway. Um... Shit, you threw me off. I got it. I got it. I, I picked it up. There were so many reverse Uno cards thrown in that in that matchup, though. Because, you know, Wanda was giving her the power, right? And Agatha mm-hmm. thought, that, you know, that she's about to be super powerful. Reverse Uno, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> she not only gained her power back, I think she also took some of Agatha's as well. So... This woman, Scarlet Witch, is stupid powerful. It's already been confirmed by the characters in the sh- in the show that she is strong. That she is more powerful than Doctor Strange. Well, more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, which is a title that you know goes to the Supreme Sorcerer. I don't think Doctor Strange is at that level yet, but. Doctor Strange does become it in the comics. So eventually, if he isn't already, because I haven't seen Doctor Strange in a while, he's going to be the new Sorcerer Supreme. And he's like he's gonna be really, really powerful. Don't get me wrong, but Wanda's just slightly more powerful. Slightly more. I think in, in terms of power scaling, I think that I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. I think like Doctor Strange would still have the upper hand. On Wanda, because he um, has more training. Yeah, he he's like more experienced with his his magic, and he's more knowledgeable of all types of magics. So if they like fight, if they like have a fight or whatever in Doctor Strange too, mm. I, I I view that is is going that is going to be like a a probable a probable dub for Doctor Strange. I could be wrong. Multiverse of Madness. Yo, what if Wanda is the madness in Multiverse of Madness? I was thinking that for a little bit. Because 
This woman has gotten so... This woman has been through so much shit. She's... Was, I'm surprised that she literally hasn't, like, lost it, lost it yet. But, I was thinking this could have been, like, the setup for the Multiverse of Madness, and then they had to call Doctor Strange to break the hex. Yeah, that's what everyone was thinking. And then everyone got disappointed by that because it didn't come true. And I got I got a bit on that after. Um, so we're still on the pros um, of it. And, yeah, um, the... During the Agatha and Wanda fight, something very important was unveiled. The fucking Darkhold. Also known as the Book of the Damned, the Book of Sins, the Book of Chaos, I think. It's made by the same guy who made Wanda's powers. Who gave Wanda, essentially, her powers. Um, I think Cthon, I think. The Mind Stone? No. Um... The Scarlet Witch is like an entity known as Chaos Magic. So like okay. the Scarlet Witch is like different from like her Mind Stone like powers and stuff. Okay. Like the Scarlet Witch is like what she like became. Like the, like when she like ter- like transformed into her suit. Mm-hmm. That energy that was making her suit that was like Chaos Magic. So that was like the Scarlet Witch right there. So yeah. Um. Made by Kadon. I'm assuming that he's going to appear soon in the MCU because that's his book. He Wanda got his powers that he gave her. Mm. What if what if he's in the, what if he's the real villain of Multiverse of Madness? Might be. Um, but yeah, and it also raises a very interesting. It also raises a point because this book appeared. In a Marvel property before, Agents of Shield, and initially, it was um it was basically like a spinoff show um from the MCU. It was initially supposed to be connected. Then, as time went on, is officially was un it is slowly started to become not part of canon, and the Darkhold appearing in WandaVision, um, further cements it. That Ages of Shield is not canon in the MCU. That's someone who really loved that show. It makes me a little sad, but I'm also pretty pretty glad about it because there there was there was something that needed to be addressed if Ages of Shield is still canon. Because the last person that has the Dark Hold in the Ages of Shield, you know, canon is Ghost Rider. So, if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was canon, how would Agatha get it from Ghost Rider? And how come we didn't get to see a Ghost Rider scene? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. um, I guess I can finally give up hope that um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is canon to the MCU. really sucks because I really wanted to see Quake as as part of the team. One day, bro. One day. I don't even know, dog. They're probably just going to ignore that entire, like, continuity. They're going to ignore those characters, too. And just go on to other characters. Especially now that they, now that they had the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four, they don't really need to put a spotlight on those characters anymore. Which sucks, but... That's how big business is. Yeah. Um, so, movie theater, right? You ever you ever notice the movies that would be on the marquee of that movie theater in Westview? 
No, I don't. That's why I'm here. Because those those move like I, those like are things that like people just overlook. You yeah, know, like I and they they got some really interesting references. Like in the Halloween episode, there was like um, The Incredibles is one of the movies on the marquee, and you know The Incredibles, the family of supers. Wanda, Vision, they have a family of supers. That was like a nice little reference. So for this one, there were three movies on the marquee. Um, Oz the Great and Powerful, a movie called Big Red, and a movie called Kidnapped. Um, so the, 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 latter, the latter two appeared when Wanda was opening the hex and, you know, rescue was glitching. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could definitely just mean that, you know, Big Red is obviously Wanda. I've never seen those two films, so I don't know anything about their plot. So I don't know how that would connect mm. to WandaVision. And I see movie, Kidnapped. Uh, I mean, that's pretty, pretty obvious. The citizens of Westview were kidnapped. Yeah. Um, the one that was more prominent, the one that stayed around... The one they had the most screen time was Oz the Great and Powerful. And I haven't seen that movie in a while, so I forgot what goes on in it. But it's still a Wizard of Oz story. And Wanda had to more or less shatter the illusion. And right. you know, like like what Dorothy and crew did with the wizard, right, in Emerald City. And she had to defeat the witch at the end of the day, and Agatha is a witch. Mm-hmm. So, no place like home. It's fair to say that that was a, there was what they were going for with those references. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, how how do you feel about um, the memes that came from this show? Hey, you know the one I'm talking about. Vision and that turtleneck. I'm remembering like a handful of them, and they're like Vision. Come on, bro. You don't fuck with Vision. I mean, it's it's a nice fit. I mean, it's as far as a meme though. It's kind of eh. You need to stay off those Instagram meme pages, dog. Cause Vision be popping, dog. Vision Javez Maximoff. That's his whole nigga name right there. <laughs> Let me not say that. That's just like. That's his stereotypical black name. There we go. And I I even gave one to Wanda. I mean, I just took Wanda from Twitter, but I gave her a middle name. The most most ghetto middle name I can think of for a woman. Wanda Scarlet Maximal. Scarlet. Because, you know, Scarlet Witch. I just dropped the T from Scarlet, put an apostrophe between the R and the L. Scarlet. It sounds bougie and French and shit. That's a trend that I've noticed with a lot of, like, you know, black names. It's like, they have, like, a very, like, French-sounding middle name for, like, girls. Like, this this is me, like, noticing from, like, the girls that, like, I went to high school with in my, my, like, small town community. But yeah, since I'm Doctor Strange 2, like you mentioned earlier, she was in that cabin the hell she was in that cabin um reading the dark hold astral projecting while being conscious at the same time mm-hmm. son son 
I'm scared, bro. <laughs> I'm literally scared for every character in that fucking universe. She's literally make. Could she like just go and destroy shit while making coffee? No, wait. Here's like okay, so like here's the thing about the dark hole. Not only does it corrupt the minds and souls of everyone who reads it, also, it also. Like every like I guess like every time like is read or every time like the magic from the book is being like used, it weakens the fabric in the in like the multiverse. And Wanda, she's like go she's like she's reading through that shit. I don't think she but she's speeding I thought she was like in depth with like reading through it. Like she was like it reading, looked, reading. It looked like the pages were flying. I don't remember that. You probably right though. But yeah. That woman, she she was she read she gonna read that book front and back. Yeah. It's safe to say that she literally she's literally gonna be the entire catalyst of what happens in Doctor Strange. Yeah, probably. Because apparently WandaVision, the Loki series that comes out either in the summer or next summer, Doctor Strange two and Spider Man three all connect with each other. But they all directly yeah. connect. So, which has me believing that Spider-Man probably in a different universe. That that has to be like, or like almost guaranteed confirmation that we're going to see the three Spider-Men. I don't even know about that, Chief. Like, I'd be so disappointed if they didn't have. And and I'm glad that you said that because I that's a nice segue into the one of the big cons I had about this show um, my big rant about expectations and fan theories like bro yeah the amount of people who are pissed that their theories did not come true from the finale were astronomical and I'm getting it it's nice to theorize and speculate but don't get your hopes up cause at the end of the day it's, it's speculation yeah. it's hearsay it's a theory true so like yeah, just taper your expectations. Because, like, you out here saying, ah, I'm going to be disappointed if we don't see Sp- the three Spider-Men. You really going to let that, that fact, that little, that thing that probably was, might be, like, what, five minutes of screen time? going to ruin an entire two-hour movie for you, dog? Come on now. Get real, bro. Like, these, like, y'all, like, I'm honestly, I'm honestly glad that, like, WandaVision, like, Really, really gave a giant middle finger to everyone who does fan theories. Because now, I don't even have to. I don't even like. What's the point of doing theories anymore? It's like I'm still gonna do it, but what's the point of being like invested in them? Yeah. Because like you're more likely to be wrong. And plus, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Like, never hype yourself up like that for an uncertain thing. You know. True. Oh, let's see. Another, that's some, that's some uh, life advice right there. Hey, you're right. You're right. I was just mainly talking about fan theories, but let's just pretend I said it about life in general. Um, oh, yeah. So, like, two more things I didn't like about um, the finale. I, did, I didn't... The lack of Jimmy Woo was dis- disgusting. They did my man Chad Woo wrong. Cause Jimmy Woo's a freaking Chad. They did my man Chad Woo dirty. 
They didn't. They didn't even reunite him with fucking with Monica and Darcy. Those, those three characters did not interact at all during the finale. They really didn't. Damn. Like, cause it would have been it would have been great to see them connect and like just yeah. like. Hey, so this thing happened to me, and this happened to me. Like, it would have been a great moment. That could have probably been a good time to do some funny jokes. And speaking of jokes, the thing that I am pretty sure everyone else disliked the most about this finale, the reveal of Quicksilver, Ralph Boner. Like... I understand that you like so you don't like you're not deep into like comics and shit so you won't really like get the frustration but I'm pretty sure you will but it's like bro uh-huh. why would why would you waste that actor knowing that he played the exact same character in your universe but in a different universe why would you have to play that same character with that actor just to just for all of it to just be a dick joke, and a and a non funny one at that. It was the most groan reducing thing ever, and it, and I don't understand how the writing team that came up with the line, "What is grief if not love persevering," came up with Ralph freaking Boner. <laughs> Did they get like burnt out during quarantine or something that was like, you know what? <sighs> Fuck it, Ralph Boner. There we go. Everyone's throwing a dart lazily at the wall, seeing what they want to do with Quicksilver, and it just. That was the last bit they needed. joke. That was the last bit they needed to do, so they just said, Fuck it. But yeah. You want to go home? I hope um, that. This isn't the last time we see Evan Peters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm not saying that Marvel should take his cast of X-Men, you know, like, take him, like, his version of the X-Men and put him in the MCU. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that, but at least, like, there needs to be a better resolution to his character than Ralph Boner. There honestly needs to be... Re- honestly... Everyone, everyone got a satisfying resolution. Like the the only people, like every, the only people that got like a true resolution, were Hayward. His story came to an end with him being in prison. Wanda, her particular story and WandaVision coming to an end by accepting her grief and moving on for the most part. Agatha's probably dealt with no I don't even think Agatha is tied up like there's still like Agatha that's her story to resolve Monica which they're mm-hmm. probably gonna do um in the the Nick Fury show Secret Invasion Secret Invasion or something like that mm-hmm. um or in Captain Marvel 2 I think she's in that um Let's see. Darcy needs to have some sort of resolution. Jimmy Woo, what is what is what is he going to do for the future of the MCU? And that rhymed. Jimmy Woo, Jimmy Woo, what is he going to do for the rest of the MCU? I like that. 
But like the character Jimmy Woo himself um, leads a group called um, the Ages of Atlas. And it's just basically like a group of Asian American heroes. Nice. Um, so that I have a feeling that like that can definitely be a, a series on Disney Plus, especially if, especially after Shang Chi comes out, because Shang Chi is also like a, a member of the team. Hmm. Um, nice. I think Iron Fist. He's not a member because he's not Asian, but he can still he, he can be introduced into that he can still hang out with them yeah basically that could be how he gets introduced into MCU the I will say this about um, WandaVision the possibilities are now endless with phase 4 of the MCU and like I'm genuinely ins- I, I've I'm genuinely excited to see what's going on like what's going to happen because I don't know what's going to happen next like with like phase like phase two phase three I could kind of get like a you know kind of have like an understanding of where things were going to go mm-hmm. but now I don't I don't know where things are going now and I and I love it I love that feeling I'm yeah. so glad that we have that feeling back again yeah that's a good feeling so also, that's what keeps yeah. communities alive. Yeah. I think that's also... I think um, superhero fatigue is probably another thing, too. That's probably why, like... Pe- like, we're all, like, super ultra-mega excited now for the future of, like, DMCU and future of comic books and, and stuff in yeah, general. Cool. Because we barely had anything from Marvel during this entire pandemic. Yeah. It, it, they Maybe. just dropped, like... Their announcements for their future projects and didn't say shit until WandaVision came out basically and now Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out on the 19th I think 18th or 19th mm-hmm. next Friday um so yeah everything is going well for Disney what were we about to say before I like I cut you off I don't think I wasn't gonna say anything dang I'm probably zooted right now probably hearing things but it's okay um, I'm gonna talk. I'm, I, think I, I think I got a little bit of time to burn. Talk about a few like miscellaneous stuff. So I'm just gonna like run through some stuff that I didn't really care enough about to do a full deep dive on. So France is now setting their age of consent to 15. That's weird. Especially, like, yeah, because like, it's weird. <laughs> it's like. From the article I read, it seems like they are now setting an age of consent. And you know... So, like, this is higher than it was before? No, like, this is, like... like Apparently, France never had an age of consent before, I think. Oh. That's, that's from my and understanding. And 15. Yeah, and I'm like... Bro, like, from my understanding of things... If my understanding of things of the situation is correct, why choose 15? Knowing damn well everything that's happened... In terms of sex crimes and sexual crime awareness and stuff. Epstein, the Me Too movement. But like, maybe it's different over there in France. Maybe there's something over there that is cultural that we don't understand. I don't know. That's just weird. Child marriage is a cultural thing too. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm in support of this. I'm just... I'm just saying it is what it is, you know? 
you can't. I can't control it. So like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Talk about James Charles and his fat ass. Um, getting accused. Uh, not even accused. It's like he got caught in 4K sexting minors. Oh, for real? Yeah. Man. Damn, and I really wanted to smash too, bro. And I can't. I can't smash a pedophile. This guy is like the face of. Makeup, basically. Face, he's the face of makeup, and he out here. He's going for for minors, bro. Yeah, out here trying to text up these little boys. First, he, first he gets accused of trying to. First, he gets accused of like trying to turn out straight guys, which is like I said, which is kind of fucked up. Um, now, but he, he defended he, himself that time. But still, no amount of you can't defend yourself from that though. When they caught you in 4K like that, yeah. sexy minor, she, you, you can't walk your way out of that. Yeah, that's a, that's a big rip. Hey, James Charles is going to go to prison, and I just want you to know, James, you better, you better find a boyfriend immediately, or else you are going to be passed around cell block. Because I, I've seen, I've seen that picture of your ass that you posted on Instagram and Twitter. It's a nice ass. Prisoners love that shit. Fucking pedophile. Um, let's see. Space Jam 2 started like a little bit of controversy. Huh. Uh, they revealed like the new looks of um the characters, like first look of the entire movie. They redesigned oh, yeah. Lola. Yeah. And like people were like really upset by this. They're just fucking down bad. I'm saying, bro. Like they're really upset that Lola doesn't have titties. It's not that serious. Bro, Space Jam, the first Space Jam really, really, really made an entire generation down bad. Because I'm going to be real, I was one of those niggas too growing up that simped over Lola. Luckily, I never saw it. But like, bro, from the pictures, Lola still looked thick. So like, y'all can still perv out over thick Lola. Y'all draw Rule 34 any fucking way. So like, y'all going to... Y'all gonna fucking draw titties on her anyway. Like, bro, honestly, I can't wait for the streets to open back up because we're all very fucking horny for no reason. Like, okay, it is, it's, not, it's not even it's not even funny anymore. It's a sad type of horny. Yeah. It's not playful horny. It's sad horny. And that's what society is, basically. That's what society's going to nowadays. I'm all for it because it's funny, but yeah, I, I'm looking through the pictures and it doesn't look that bad. But it's not. I can't ignore the fact that it's most likely a corporate cash grab to sell more LeBrons because that's practically what the first Space Jam movie was. It was a big advertisement to sell Jordans. Then, like, yeah, LeBrons in this one. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. How did you? Wait, how do you how did you not know that how you say that you like you were looking forward to the movie, but you did not know that LeBron was in it? I'm not looking forward to, to Space Jam. Oh damn, I'm putting words in your mouth. My bad, Chief. Absolutely. Hey, I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad we stopped that shit. I'm glad you stopped that shit in the bud, but I like, never saw the first one. Damn. But like, why why you hate LeBron James though? Well you said, Ugh, is it are you really that mad he left no, Miami? No, I'm just 
thinking of how much, like, this is just obviously a cash grab. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's so obvious as, you know? Nigga, it wasn't obvious until I pointed it out for you. If they had LeBron James in there, come on. I mean... Is LeBron James an actor? I mean, to his credit, he is pretty good at acting. He, he really does have comedic... He really does have really good comedic timing. So I'll okay. give him that. So, yeah. Play A. Fair enough. Don't A. These athletes are multi-talented nowadays. Because, let's be real. They, have, they need something to rely on when their bodies shut down from sports. True. That's why you see so many NBA players rap. They, they need something to fall back on if they're injured and they can't play anymore. Uh, let's see. Bro, the Snyder Cut got leaked on HBO Max. Like, so what happened was, so it was apparently leaked under, so if, if, like people saw it under Tom and Jerry because the new Tom and Jerry movie's out and they release on the HBO Max as well as the movies. Mm-hmm. And the Snyder Cut was played instead of that. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> I'm definitely, I, there's no way that this was an accident. This doesn't sound like an accident, right? Yeah, someone. Like, I get that, um, I get that Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder have beef. Because the entire Snyder, the Snyder Cut thing is like, it's a lot, dog. It's so much to unpack and uncover. Um, basically, I'll, I'll try to give like a brief recap. So basically, Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide and Zack had to step off of Justice League to, you know, be with his family, which is natural. So in his absence, DC um, hired Joss Whedon. Um, he directed the first two Avengers um, films and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, just like put things in reference. Okay. And he rewrote 80 pages of his script, of Zach's original script. And let me remind people, I in film school, what they taught me is that one page of script equals one minute of screen time. So Josh Reedon rewrote and shot 80 pages. That's 80 minutes of footage. Mm-hmm. And basically what the Snyder Cut is that Zack Snyder, for free, mind you, he's not getting paid for this at all. He's literally doing this because he wants to get his vision out there. He's literally making the original movie. Like the, He's literally like making the original version of the movie. Okay. But now I understand the hype behind it. Yeah. But then, I'm a little concerned by it overall because... A few months ago, like, probably in the fall, it was announced that he was doing reshoots to add more stuff into the movie. And I was like, don't tell me that the DCU is going to try to retcon their entire universe with the Snyder Cut. Which, I wouldn't be, like I said, I'm not going to be, you know, upset by because I love Zack Snyder and I love his work. So, but the thing is, the timeline is already messy enough. This is going to make it a lot more messy. A lot more incohesive. And I really feel bad for DC because they're trying so fucking hard. But the problem is, the reason why they can't get anywhere is because 
people constantly compare them to Marvel mm-hmm. is very unfair. Marvel, like, Man of Steel started in, like, what, 2012. Already, the MCU had, like, six movies out. Yeah. If, yeah, six, like, four or five, maybe even six movies out at, at that time. And people are still comparing the DCU to the MCU now. And it's like, you can't really do that. The MCU's been there for a while. They've already had their, they've already had their start. DC was playing catch up. Now, granted, I will admit that that was one of the worst moves that the executives could do over there is trying to play catch up instead of, you know, building out their universe slowly. Yeah, that was the issue for me. But it's not really their fault. I don't even blame the movies or the directors for that because it's literally the executives. They're to blame. But now, especially with the Snyder Cut being like released, because like ever since 2017, it's been a battle, essentially, to get that movie out there. So to finally have that shit released to the public is going to be is is huge. Mm-hmm. And I just think that it's very very unfair to compare the DCEU to the MCU because it's like being an amateur boxer. Your first fight, and your and in your first, it's like being an amateur boxer, and in your first fight, you're constantly getting your stats compared to Muhammad Ali. Like I just started. Why are y'all comparing me to the upper echelon? Let me get there first. And the DCU can't really get anywhere if people constantly keep reminding them that they're not Marvel. That oh Marvel do things differently over they do things differently over at Marvel so mm-hmm. do that though they're better because they do this that and the third let DC do their own thing and shut the fuck up Fair. and let them create what they're going to create because I will give DC um their flowers when it comes to recently I recently I mean like within the past three years they're starting to let their directors direct. They're starting to let their directors take risk. Birds of Prey was a massive risk for DC. Hell, Marvel hasn't even Marvel just had like their female like their first female film. Right? Female led film. DC just had their first female led film of Wonder Woman a few years ago. To have a female directed, written, majority female casted film, and for it to Make for it to have as much success as it did, that's amazing. And like those, and like initially, that's a huge risk. I thought it, I initially thought this was going to be like Captain Marvel, where this would just be like pop feminism, where it's like, oh, kill all men, uh, don't tell me to smile, man spreading, instead of like, you know, actually like talk, like tackling women's issues, like Wonder Woman. I did to some extent mm-hmm. and turns out it was the complete opposite they did they did that whilst being funny and while still main and while still maintaining that whole comic book aspect i may be bold and to say that birds of prey might be one of the perfect comic book films because it managed to Balance that fine line between comedic to between comic and social advocate. The movie had its messages, but 
the movie was also funny. Like, objectively funny. True. True. Like, had me and the boys laughing. Cackling. Had me cackling every time I rewatch it. Mm. So, yeah. Big praise to Birds of Prey. And I just hope that DC can, with Birds of Prey, with Wonder Woman 1984, even though a lot of people hated it, it was alright. I liked it a lot. Um, and with the Snyder Cut coming up, I just hope that they allow their directors to direct. Because that would be something that, that would be an edge that they will actually have over Marvel. Because the main, the main complaint with the MCU films is that they're formulated. That they all feel the same. DC, their timeline may not be the most coherent, but there's some variety when it comes to styles of storytelling and styles of film. And DC needs to lean into that if they really want to keep themselves in the discussion when it comes to best superhero movie franchises of all time. Alright, let me let me wrap up the show with a few with like three more topics. Um, so we, I'm just reading. I'm just gonna read off headlines because this they're, they're really it's really it. It's really all, you, all we re, really need to know. So apparently in Germany, there's a study that claimed that sperm actually kills off the competition on the way to the egg. So think about it, right? If this, if this study is true, and if it's true that the sperm kills off other sperm on the way to the egg, mm-hmm. not only are you the fastest swimmer, you are a fucking murderer, dog. You got, you, you got a high body count before you even entered the world. Nice. <laughs> Bro, you come, you, like, you come out the womb with the attack chopper. Is, is, that, a, is that a kill streak in Call of Duty? I don't play COD. Yeah. Attack chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out the womb with the attack chopper, ready to be dispensed. The attack chopper is usually their tears, though. They they use that shit a lot. It's it's very effective. Mm-hmm. Children cry a lot. But um, let's see more unfortunate stuff. These kids got expelled from a cat from a Catholic school because the school discovered their moms. Old- the mom's OnlyFans. And apparently, this mom is making... Oh, yeah, according to the article on... Was it Today? Like, Today.com or some shit like that? No, People.com. This woman makes... $150,000 a month from OnlyFans, apparently. According to the Catholic school. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I need to see these pictures. I need I need to find this woman's OnlyFans. I need to see if it's worth that much. If she's really putting out, you know, $150,000 a month worth of content. But overall, what do you, what do you think of this? Do you think that the school should have banned this? Should have, not banned, should have, like, expelled the kids for, you know... This for their mom trying to make money? Well, you know, it's a private school. They usually tell you they can do whatever the fuck they want, you know. But, I mean, that's... 
there are there are more valid reasons for a student to like they expelled the student because of their parent. It's kind of zero IQ. That's, that seems to be the theme of this episode, honestly. Zero IQ, cause like, like the only way that I can see that like the only justification that I can think that they're using is because we are a good Christian school and we do not want our name to be associated with that adultery, that whoreness, and it's like, yeah, I mean I can like I, no one would have associated your school with that if you didn't bring attention to it. Like, I think the thing... How did they, did the school, like, just find... Kyle, I'm, like, I'm assuming I'm so. I'm trying to figure out who was... Who was... Who who's snitched? Who was on OnlyFans? <laughs> I'm trying to find... Was Father McCreary on OnlyFans and he saw one of his kids' moms? And he was like, hey, yo, you gotta check this out. Billy and Timmy, um, their moms on OnlyFans, like... Oh, and it just got it just got around the school, and it it got up to the wrong person, and that person said, "Billy and Timmy, we we can't we can't, you done." Cause like, what like what like what is so bad about it, you know? Like other than the whole like maybe it's the whole Christian thing, and they don't want to you know yeah. be associated with promiscuity, but let's face it. If you are in a religious school, if you go to a Catholic school, you are a fucking whore. And I mean that if you are a guy or a girl. It says something about the religiously repressed that brings out, you know, their... It says something about religious repression that brings out... The freak. Yes. Like... I think it's... Like, there's a reason why... There's a reason why church girls have the stereotypes that they do. Yeah. I think it's also important to mention that they were paying the school. Like, it's a private school, so that means they're paying to attend, right? Oh, I didn't read that far. I'm going to be real. I mean... It, <laughs> oh, you actually read the articles. <laughs> Yo, no, you're a journalist. It's, it's, a private, <laughs> it's a private school, so you're paying, <coughs> so you're paying to go there, right? Yeah. And you expel it? You expel Bell wanted like, like I'm looking at that like you 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 just got rid of some money because she had an OnlyFans because of the nature of how she acquires her money. Yeah, and it's like I thought the church was all about money. Exactly right. Anyway, um, speaking of OnlyFans, this morning I rediscovered Bella Delphine's porn. You know, I heard that she actually started posting nudes. No, like, never interested. not nudes. Like, she does full-on porn. Like, it's her and her boyfriend. And it's just her boyfriend clapping her shit. Like, I feel bad. I feel bad for Della Delphine. Because of how fucking aggressive her boyfriend was beating her box. And, like... And this probably is a testament to how detached I am to sex, whether it's due to my meds nuking my sex drive or my traumas related to sex. But, like, I literally... I did not beat my dick to it. I literally just watched it and laughed. Because... 
there was one thing in this was one thing that she did that was so hilarious and I'm going to show you it off off air but she does the fucking you know the the, the e-girl face the the cross side with the tongue out of the mouth yeah she was doing that while she was getting railed from the back <laughs> it threw me off so much it was glorious. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pull it up. Uh, this has been the Infinite Hour. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, come back um, next time we have an episode. Follow me on Twitter at DQPRSN. And that's also my Instagram and TikTok. Um, follow the podcast if you want on Twitter and Instagram at Infinite Hour Pod. I really don't use it like that. It's just mainly going to be for like show updates and clips, but still, go give that page some love. And I will see you guys when I see you guys.